When I was a child, I had a brother who was 11 years older than me. In fact, he's still 11 years older than me, but we're both adults now. Strange how that works, isn't it? Being a child of the 1970s, my brother was a Doctor Who fan, in particular the Tom Baker era. Being a child of the 1980s, I was only three when the original series ended. However, thanks to my brother's Doctor Who VHS collection, my childhood was hugely influenced by the programme. I loved all the eras of Doctor Who and each of the actors that played the Doctor. Well, apart from one, obviously. But just like my brother, there was one incarnation that had the most profound effect on me. Tom Baker, the fourth Doctor. 1974 to 1981. 172 episodes, nine companions, two scars. So many things about Tom fascinated me. The way he announced hello when meeting friend or foe. Or whisper said what to surprising plot points. The way you were never sure if he was going to be playful silly doctor or angry scary doctor. The strange way he walked, bouncing along with his hands in his pockets, leaning forward as if being pulled onwards by his curly-haired head. I was something of a unique case, of course. None of my contemporaries seemed to know what I was talking about if I mentioned Doctor Who. None of them seemed to have siblings 11 years older, or Revenge of the Cybermen on video, or a mum-made multicoloured scarf which they paired with an oversized floppy fedora, leading their wheelchair-bound, blue-rinse-headed nan to remark, you're embarrassing me dressed like that, when out on a walk one day. One small but exciting opportunity to potentially share my passion was the 1993 BBC Two repeat of Genesis of the Daleks. I knew that one of my primary school friends had watched episode one. After the second part went out, I was eager to find out how much she'd loved it. I could picture us acting out the episode, she the Sarah Jane to my Tom Baker, only for her to tell me her mom hadn't let her watch it because it was too scary. To which I replied, what? Time moves on, of course. I outgrew such old-fashioned, meaningless things and replaced them with pogs, tamagotchis and football stickers. My palate developed towards more adult and sophisticated drama like Round the Twist and The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I felt I'd left behind such traumatic experiences as being the only Doctor Who fan in Birmingham without a driving licence, a job in a shop or any facial hair. But then at one point in my early adolescence, my brother said, I've got two tickets to a cult TV convention at the NEC, to which I said, oh, great. Somewhat reluctantly, I accompanied my brother to the cult TV convention. It was a long day. I felt out of place amongst the Star Trek uniforms and Stargate SG-1 cosplay. I didn't really feel in place anywhere at this point in my life, nor since. And maybe part of me would have loved to embrace and be embraced by this kind of unashamed celebration of something that had meant so much to my childhood. It wasn't to be, however. I had moved on. Doctor Who was in my past and would not be crossing my time stream in the future. Near the end of the day, my brother noticed a head covered with tufts of curly white hair. Excitedly, he drew my attention to it, and as we moved closer, we became aware of a booming, beautiful and unmistakable voice. This was the voice, and the hair, of our favourite Doctor, the cosmic and otherworldly Tom Baker. He was sat behind a small desk, signing photographs at the head of a long line of Doctor Who fans. Having each bought a terrifyingly expensive black and white photograph of Tom in full Doctor Who costume lent against the outside of the TARDIS, I'm fairly sure it's a still from Terror of the Zygons, we joined the queue and waited and waited until eventually my brother was stood before his hero. It's nice to meet you finally, said my brother. To which Tom replied, It's nice to be met, finally. 
Oh, God, it was perfect. What a legendary, odd, alien, hammy, time-travel-type thing for him to say. Now somewhat overawed by my childhood catching up with me, I began to wonder what fragment of quasi-time-lordian wisdom Tom Baker would impart to me. I approached the fourth Doctor. There was a pause. I was expecting something from him, but crucially, he was expecting something from me. He said... What's the name? To which I said, Tom Baker! And so, to this day, I have in my possession a photograph signed to Tom Baker, from Tom Baker. Now I can look back on my childhood and feel grateful to have been introduced to this strange, unique programme. I'm happy to acknowledge the effect it's had on me, from the film, TV and literature I've enjoyed through the prism of Doctor Who, to the influence of the often beautiful but always eerie music that soundtracks so many of the stories. And I have no shame in saying that a little bit of Tom Baker occasionally appears, not just in my performances, but also in real life. For example, when meeting someone for the first time and not being sure if they're going to be an ally, try to kill me, or instantly lock me up in some alien correction centre. Hello! Doctor Who has taught me some important lessons to be open to everyone, however they look and whatever their passions, that there's always a way out, even if things look hopeless, and not to be too scared to meet your heroes. After all, what's the worst that could happen?